So uh, we're going to talk about sleep right now. We get better sleep by muting the snorers. Learn more about the impact snoring has on sleep. Plus, the solution to breathing easier, snoring less, and sleeping better. And, of course, March is World Sleep Month. On the hotline, we've got the sleep doctor, Michael J. Bruce, Ph.D., clinical psychologist for diplomat of the American Board of Sleep Medicine and fellow of the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. And how are we doing today, doctor? We're doing good? I'm doing great. How are you, Tommy? Uh, well, listen, I got to get some better sleep, so that's why I'm talking to you. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> I hear you, brother. How can I help? <laughs> well, what causes people to snore at night? You know, it's, it's an interesting question. A lot of people think that it's, uh, it's something that somebody's doing on purpose. Mm -hmm. so number one, it's not on purpose. Number two, it's physiological. So here's basically what happens is the sounds of snoring occur basically as a result of a narrowing or an obstruction of the airway during sleep. So when we sleep, the muscles of our airway, including our mouth, our nose, and our throat, they all start to relax, and those passages can become smaller. So when air is moving through these narrow passages, it causes the soft tissue in the airway to vibrate. That vibration causes the sounds of snoring. So it's really about clogging up the pipes that's causing snoring. Gotcha. So who are, what are the biggest culprits of snoring? So it's kind of interesting. So uh, in a recent survey of 2,000 Americans, mute nasal dilator, and I'll, I'll explain to you what that is in a second, mm -hmm. found that, believe it or not, if you live in the Northeast, you will, uh, you'll, 53% of those residents are snorers. Um, it turns out that men snore more than women. 57% mm -hmm. of men snore, while only 46% of women. And Mute also found that 59% of snorers are between the ages of 45 and 54. So basically, if you're a guy in the Northeast between 45 and 54, you really need to be listening to this. <laughs> wow. You know, that's exactly the uh, age group that I was uh, in when I discovered I was uh, snoring and had sleep apnea, actually. So there you go. So, that, so Tommy, you're, you're on one end of the spectrum, right? And so for folks out there who may or may not know what sleep apnea is, sleep apnea is when snoring goes bad. So snoring is generally a narrowing of the airways. Apnea is where the airway actually collapses and shuts closed and you don't get any air in. And so snoring in many cases can be a precursor to sleep apnea. And I wanna be clear about one thing, Tommy, about 52, 53% of people based on the mute snoring data uh, snore, but not that many people have sleep apnea. We think somewhere between 12 and 18% of people. So it's not a one-to-one -one ratio, but if you snore or you got a bed partner that does, you really wanna have somebody take a listen while you're asleep to make sure you don't stop breathing. Well, yeah, because that could be pretty bad. And, and I'll tell you this right now, how I found out about it was I woke up one night and I was gasping for air. So I went to the internist and I go, hey, I think I had a panic attack on my sleep. He goes, yeah, I didn't have no panic attack. You got sleep apnea. And he sent me for a test and they put diodes all over my face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they do. 27 electrodes. Yeah. Yeah, they discovered I, I actually stopped breathing. Uh, I, I don't remember how many times an hour, but it was it was a lot there. But in all, in all seriousness here, the doctor was telling me it, it's pretty dangerous to have sleep apnea, correct? Yeah, it is. So remember, snoring and sleep apnea are two different things. But sleep apnea in and of itself, 
um, oftentimes uh, leads to irregular heartbeat. And when you have an irregular heartbeat, um, then you end up with something called atrial fibrillation. After that, you end up with a stroke and then usually dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so sleep apnea is definitely something, if left untreated, right. a- absolutely positively is going to be a pretty big issue. Snoring, on the other hand, if left untreated, you could be potentially making some of those problems for yourself. But the fact of the matter is, is it's relatively straightforward if you just have snoring in the ways that you can treat it. All right. So say hypothetically, uh, my bunkmate, I'm not going to mention any names here, snores sometimes. So let's try and help that person, my bunkmate out here. So uh, what what can we do uh, for for somebody that doesn't have sleep apnea that's just uh, a snorer? Absolutely. So the very first thing we talk about is different behavioral changes mm-hmm. so that can improve snoring. So one of the first things is losing weight. Um, so And if you don't have to lose a lot, I'm talking about five pounds, five to 10 pounds maybe. So if you're a 200-pound person, 5% of your body weight is 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Losing 10 pounds, you can drop the snore by like almost 30 decibels. Um, asking people to exercise regularly is important. Quitting smoking because, you know, the smoke will inflame the throat. Big one is not drinking alcohol within three to four hours of bedtime. Um, and for folks who primarily snore on their back, um, we try to ask them to sleep on their side or get a specific pillow that can maybe support them. But I got to be honest with you, Tommy, is all of these things that I'm talking about, they take a while to kind of kick into gear. So I recommend mute nasal dilators. So people might not know what that is, but these are, this is a little small piece um, of material that sits just inside the nostril. And it actually helps keep the nostrils open so that you get more air in there. Um, me personally, I find them extremely effective. Um, I like to drink bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my wife tells me, go put your nose thingy in uh, or you're <laughs> sleeping on the sofa. So guess what? <laughs> I put my nose thingy in and I'm allowed in bed. <laughs> Got you there. All right. So, um, some of the other research here. Now, we're talking about uh, statistics here, and you're talking about how the male, certain age, Northeast, and all of that. Did the research show anything else? It did, as a matter of fact. So, it was kind of interesting. So, the mute survey dug into a, a little bit of a connection between snoring, lost sleep, and the impact of health. So, look, we all know that a good night's sleep is important to our overall health, and the survey really validated that finding that on average our sleep is interrupted 2.7 nights per week because of our own partners snoring. And on the nights that we lose sleep, 17% of us believe we lose at least an hour of sleep. 14% say two hours and 10% said they lose three hours of sleep or more. And let's be honest, that that level of sleep loss is having a pretty significant negative impact. For folks who said that they they lost sleep impacts their day-to-day life, 34% 34% said they overslept, 24% they'd fallen asleep at work, and 15% said that they eat high-fat or sugary foods just to stay awake. So, like, it's a big deal. You're doing all these different things to try to stay awake when, in fact, all you need to do is put something in your nose and go to bed. <laughs> all right, and, and what's the name of that product that you put in your nose? Yep, it's called Mute, M-U-T-E, like hitting the mute button. If people want to learn more, they can visit Mute snoring.com or if you just go to amazon and you type in uh, mute snoring you'll see it right there um the thing i like most about these nasal dilators is that you can personalize them so there are other nasal dilators on the market these are small devices that you place again right inside the nostril but what i like about mute is i can personalize each person's nostrils 
are not identical. If you lean your head back and you look in the mirror, you'll notice that one nostril might be smaller, you might have a collapsed nostril, you could have a deviated septum. What's great about this device is it takes that into account so you can make it perfect for you. Um, I use the trial pack, that's what I give to people. It's got all three different sizes in it, so you can actually get small, medium, or large uh, and try them out, and they last for about a week. So um, I use them at night, and then to be honest with you, um, Tommy, on occasion, I leave them in and I'll do my meditation with it in the morning or my workout with it. And believe it or not, dude, I run faster when this thing's in my nose. Wow. Awesome. All right. So where can, is there a website people can go to or just, uh, search out mute? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. People should go to mute snoring.com. Or like I said, jump on Amazon and type in mute snoring. It'll pop right up. It's about 20 bucks. So it's not like it's, you know, super duper expensive. I really do recommend that people give it a try. You might be very surprised, not only at how good you feel waking up not snoring, but how good you feel not having your bed partner complain to you all morning. <laughs> gotcha. Michael J. Bruce is a, a PhD, and uh, tell you, that's awesome. We got a lot of great information from you today. Thanks a lot for joining us. Much appreciated. My pleasure, Tommy. Have a great one. You too.